Chapter 43 of Genesis, reading in the Shocking Bible, the Everett Fox translation. The story of Yosef and the famine continues. But the famine was heavy in the land. And so it was, when they had finished eating the rations that they had brought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Return, buy us some food rations. But Yehuda said to him, saying, The man warned us, yes, warned us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you wish to send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you some food rations. But if you do not wish to send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. Yisrael said, why did you deal so ill with me by telling the man that you have another brother? They said, the man asked. He asked about us and about our kindred, saying, Is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? So we told him, according to these words. Could we know, know that he would say, Bring your brother down? Yehuda said to Israel, his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may die, live and not die. So we, so you, so our little ones. I will act as his pledge. At my hand you may seek him. If I do not bring him back to you, and set him in your presence, I will be culpable for sin against you, all the days to come. Indeed, had we not lingered, we would indeed have been back twice already. Israel, their father, said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the produce of the land in your vessels, and bring them down to the man as a gift, a little balsam, a little honey, balm and laudanum, pistachio nuts and almonds, and silver two times over, take in your hand, and the silver that was returned in the mouth of your packs, return in your hand. Perhaps it was an oversight. And as for your brother, take him. Arise, return to the man, and may God should I give you mercy before the man so that he releases your other brother to you, and Benjamin as well. And as for me, if I must be bereaved, I must be bereaved. The men took this gift, silver two times over they took on their hand, and Benjamin as well. They arose and went down to Egypt and stood in Yosef's presence. When Yosef saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Bring the men into the house, slaughter some slaughter animals, and prepare them, for this is with me that these men shall eat at noon. The man did as Yosef had said. The man brought in the men into Yosef's house, but the men were frightened that they had been brought into Yosef's house, and said, It is because of the silver that has returned in our packs before 
that we have been brought here for them to roll upon us and fall upon us and take us into servitude along with our donkeys. They came close to the man, to the steward of Yosef's house, and spoke to him at the entrance to the house. They said, Please, my lord, we came down, came down before to buy food rations, but it was when we came to the night camp and opened our packs there was each man's silver in the mouth of the pack, our silver by its exact weight, but here we have returned it in our hand, and other silver as well we have brought down in our hand to buy food. We did not know who put our silver back in our packs. He said, It is well with you. Do not be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, placed a treasure in your packs for you, for your silver has come in to me. And he brought Shimon out to him. Then the man had the men come into Yosef's house and gave them water so that they might wash their feet and gave them fodder for their donkeys. They prepared the gift until Yosef come back at noon. For they understood that they were to eat bread there when Yosef came into the house, they brought him the gift that was in their hand into the house, bowed down to him to the ground. He asked after their welfare and said, Is your old father well, of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. And in homage, they bowed low. He lifted up his eyes and saw Benjamin, his brother, his mother's son. And he said, Is this your youngest brother, of whom you spoke to me? And he said, May God show you favor, my son. And in haste, for his feelings were so kindled toward his brother that he had to weep, Yosef entered a chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out. He restrained himself and said, Serve bread. And they served him by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who were eating with him by themselves. For Egyptians will not eat bread with Hebrews, for that is an abomination for Egyptians. But they were seated in his presence, the firstborn according to his rank as firstborn, and the youngest according to his rank as youngest. And the men stared at each other in astonishment over it. He had courses taken to them from his presence, and Benjamin's course was five times greater than all their courses. Then they drank and became drunk with him. So ends chapter 43. Chapter 44 of Genesis, the Yosef cycle in the Yaakov Toledot. Now he commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's packs with food, as much as they are able to carry, and put each man's silver in the mouth of his pack. And my goblet, the silver goblet, put in the mouth of the youngest's pack along with the silver for his rations. He did according to Yosef's word which he had spoken. 
At the light of daybreak, the men were sent off, they and their donkeys. They were just outside the city. They had not yet gone far. When Yosef said to the steward of his house, Up, pursue the men. When you have caught up with them, say to them, Why have you paid back ill for good? Is not this goblet the one that my lord drinks with? And he also divines, yes, divines with it. You have wrought ill in what you have done. When he caught up with them, he spoke those words to them, and they said to him, Why does my lord speak such words as these? Heaven forbid that your servants should do such a thing. Here, the, servant, the silver that we found in the mouths of our packs, we return to you from the land of Canaan. So how could we steal silver or gold from the house of your lord? He with whom it is found among your servants, he shall die. And we also will become my Lord's servants. He said, Now as well, according to your words, so be it. He with whom is found shall become my servant, but you shall be clear. With haste, each man let down his pack to the ground. Each man opened his pack, and then he searched. With the eldest he started, and with the youngest he finished. And the goblet was found in Benjamin's pack. They rent their clothes. Each man loaded up his donkey, and they returned to the city. Yehuda and his brothers came into Joseph's house. He was still there, and flung themselves down before him in the ground. Joseph said to them, What kind of deed is this that you have done? Do you not know that a man like me can divine, yes, divine, Yehuda said, What can we say to my Lord? What can we speak? By what can we show ourselves innocence? God has found out your servant's crime. Here we are, servants to my Lord. So we, so the one in whose hand the goblet was found. But he said, Heaven forbid that I should do this. The man in whose hand the goblet was found he shall become my servant, that you go up in peace to your father. Now Yehuda came closer to him and said, Please, my lord, pray let your servant speak a word in the ears of my lord, and do not let your anger flare up against your servant, for you are like Pharaoh. My lord asked his servants, saying, Do you have a father or another brother? And we said to my Lord, We have an old father, and a young child of his old age, whose brother is dead, so that he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. And you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, I wish to set my eyes upon him. But we said to my Lord, The land cannot leave his father. Were he to live his father, he would die. But you said to your servants, If your youngest brother does not come down with you, you may not see my face again. Now it was, when we went up to your servant, my father, we told him my Lord's wishes. And our father said, Return, buy us some food rations. But we said, We cannot go down. If our youngest brother is with us, then we will go down. For we cannot see the man's face if our youngest brother is not with us. Now your servant, my father, said to us, 
you yourselves know that my wife bore two to me. One went away from me. I said, for sure he is torn, torn to pieces, and I have not seen him again thus far. So should you take away this one from, as well from before my face, should harm befall him, you will bring down my gray hair in ill fortune to Sheol. So now, when I come back to your servant, my father, and the land is not with us, with whose life his own life is bound up, it will be that when he sees that the lad is no more, he will die. And your servant will have brought down the gray hair of your servant, our father, in grief to Sheol. For your servant pledged himself for the lad to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, I will be culpable for sin against my father all the days to come. So now, pray, let your servant stay instead of the lad, as servant to my Lord. But let the lad go up with his brothers. For how could I go up to my father when the lad is not with me? Then would I see ill fortune that would come upon my father. So ends chapter 44. Chapter 45 of Genesis. Yosef could no longer restrain himself in the presence of all who were stationed around him. He called out, Have everyone leave me. So no one stood in attendance upon him when Yosef made himself known to his brothers. He put forth his voice in weeping. The Egyptians heard. Pharaoh's household heard. Then Yosef said to his brothers, I am Yosef. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were not able to answer him, for they were confounded by his presence. Yosef said to his brothers, Pray, come close to me. They came close. He said, I am Yosef, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But now, do not be pained. Do not let upset be in your eyes that you sold me here. For it was to save life that God sent me on before you. For it is two years now that the famine has been in the midst of the land, and there will still be five years into which there shall be no plowing or harvest. So God sent me on before you to make you a remnant on earth, to keep you alive as a great body of survivors. So now, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me father to Pharaoh and lord of all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Make haste, go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son, Yosef. God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not remain. You shall stay in the region of Goshen, 
you shall be near me, you and your sons and the sons of your sons, your sheep, your oxen, and all that is yours. I will sustain you there, for there are still five years of famine left. Lest you be as disinherited, you and your household, and all that is yours. Here, your eyes see, as well as my brother Benjamin's eyes, that it is my mouth that speaks to you. So tell my father of all the weight I carry in Egypt, of all that you have seen, and make haste, bring my father down here. He flung himself on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. And then he kissed all his brothers and wept upon them. And after this his brothers spoke with him. The news was heard in Pharaoh's household, and they said, Joseph's brothers have come. It was good in Pharaoh's eyes and in the eyes of his servants. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do this, load your animals and go. Come back to the land of Canaan. Fetch your father and your households and come to me. I will give you the good things of the land of Egypt, so that you will eat the fat of the land. And you, you have been commanded, do this. Take your wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and your wives, and carry your father down and come. Let not your eyes look with regret on your household wares, for the good things of all the land of Egypt, they are yours. The sons of Israel did so. Joseph gave them wagons in accordance with Pharaoh's orders and gave them victuals for the journey. To all of them, each man, he gave changes of clothes. But to Benjamin, he gave three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of clothes. And to his father he sent, in like manner, ten donkeys carrying the good things of Egypt, and ten she-asses carrying grain and bread and food for his father for the journey. Then he sent off his brothers, and they went. He said to them, Do not be agitated on the journey. And they went up from Egypt and came to the land of Canaan, to Yaakov their brother. And they told him, saying, Joseph is alive, indeed, he is the ruler of all the land of Egypt. His heart failed, for he did not believe them. But when they spoke to him of all of Joseph's words which he had spoken to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him down, their father Yaakov's spirit came to life. Israel said, Enough! Yosef, my son, is still alive. I must go and see him before I die. So ends chapter 45. Genesis chapter 46. Rounding the corner on the story of Yosef. Israel traveled with all that was his and came to Beersheba. And he slaughtered slaughter offerings to the God of his father, Yis, 
Pesach. And God said to Israel in visions of the night, he said, Yachav, Yachav, and he said, here I am. Now he said, I am El, God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid of going down to Egypt, for a great nation I will make of you here. I myself will go down with you to Egypt, and I myself will bring you up, yes, up again, and Yosef will lay his hand on your eyes. Yaakov departed from Beersheba. Yisrael's sons carried Yaakov, their father, their little ones and their wives in the wagons that Pharaoh had sent for carrying him. And they took their acquired livestock and their property that they had gained in the land of Canaan and came to Egypt, Yaakov and all his seed with him, his son and the sons of his sons with him, his daughters and the daughters of his sons, all his seed he brought with him to Egypt. Now these are the names of the sons of Israel who came to Egypt, Yaakov and his sons. Yaakov's firstborn was Reuven. Reuven's sons, Hanak, Palu, Hetzron, and Carmi. Shimon's sons, Yemuel, Yamin, Ohad, Yachin, and Sohar, and Shal, the son of the Canaanite woman. Levi's sons, Gershon, Kayat, and Merari. Yehuda's sons, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Peretz, and Zerah. But Ur and Zonan had died in the land of Canaan. And Peretz's sons were Hetzron and Hamul. Yissachar's sons, Tola, Puva, Yav, and Shimron. Zebulun's sons, Sered, Elon, and Yalel. These are the sons of Leah, who she born to Yahav in the country of Aram, also Dinah his daughter. All the persons among his sons and daughters were thirty-three. Gad's sons, Tiphion and Haggai, Shuni and Atzbon, Eri, Arodi, and Arali, Asher's sons, Yimna, Yishva, Yishvi, and Beria, and Sarah their sister, and Beria's sons, Haver and Malkiel. These are the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban had given to Leah his daughter. She bore these to Yaakov, sixteen persons. The sons of Rahel, Yaakov's wife, Yosef, and Benjamin. To Yosef that were born in the land of Egypt, whom Asenat, daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him Manasseh and Ephraim. Benjamin's sons, Bela, Becher, Ashbel, Gera, and Naaman, Ahi and Rosh, Mupin, Hupin, and Ard. These are the sons of Rahel, who were born to Yaakov. All the persons were fourteen. Dan's sons, Hushim, Naphtali's son, Yatzel, Guni, Yetzer, and Shilam. These are the sons of Bilhah, whom Laban had given to Rahel, his daughter. 
she bore these to Yahav, all the persons were seven. All the persons who came with Yahav to Egypt, those going out from his loins, aside from the wives of Yaakov's sons, all the persons were sixty-six. Now Yosef's sons who had been born to him in Egypt, the persons were two. Thus all the persons of Yaakov's household who came to Egypt were seventy. Now Yehuda he had sent on ahead of him to Yosef to give directions ahead of him to Goshen. And when he came to the region of Goshen, Yosef had his chariot harnessed and went up to meet Israel and his father to Goshen. When he caught sight of him, he flung himself upon his neck and wept upon his neck continually. Israel said to Yosef, Now I can die, since I have seen your face, that you are still alive. Yosef said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up, so that I may tell Pharaoh and say to him, My brothers and my father's household, who were in the land of Canaan, have come to me. The men are shepherds of flocks. Indeed, they have always been livestock men. And their sheep and their oxen and all that are theirs they have brought along. When Pharaoh has you called and says, What is that you do? Then say, Your servants have always been livestock men from our youth until now. So we, so our fathers, in order that you may settle in the region of Goshen, for every shepherd of flocks is an abomination to the Egyptians. So ends chapter 46. Genesis chapter 47. So Yosef came and told Pharaoh, he said, My father and my brothers, their sheep and their oxen, and all that is theirs, have come from the land of Canaan, and here they are in the region of Goshen. Now from the circle of his brothers he had picked out five men, and had set them in Pharaoh's presence. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is it that you do? They said to Pharaoh, your servants are shepherds of flocks, so we, so our fathers. And they said to Pharaoh, It is to sojourn in the land that we have come, for there is no grazing for the flocks that are your servants, for the famine is heavy in the land of Canaan. So now, pray, let your servants settle in the region of Goshen. Pharaoh said to Yosef, saying, so your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. In the goodliest part of the land, settle your father and your brothers. Let them settle in the region of Goshen. And if you know that there are able men among them, make them chiefs of livestock over what is mine. Yosef brought Yaakov his father and had him stand in Pharaoh's presence. And Yaakov gave Pharaoh a blessing of greeting. Pharaoh said to Yaakov, How many are the days and years of your life? And Yaakov said to Pharaoh, The days and years of my sojourn are thirty and a hundred years. Few and ill-fated have been the days and years of my life. They have not attained the days and years of my father's lives in the days of their sojourn.
Yahweh gave Pharaoh a blessing of farewell and went out from Pharaoh's presence. So Yosef settled his father and his brothers, giving them holdings in the land of Egypt, in the goodliest part of the land, in the region of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. Yosef sustained his father, his brothers, and his father's entire household with bread in proportion to the little ones. But bread there was none in all the land, for the famine was exceedingly heavy, and the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan were exhausted by the famine. Yosef had collected all the silver that was to be found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan from the rations they had bought. And Yosef had brought the silver into Pharaoh's house. When the silver in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan had run out, all the Egyptians came to Yosef, saying, Come now, let us have bread. Why should we die in front of you, because the silver is gone? Yosef said, Come now, let me have your livestock. I will give you bread for your livestock, since the silver is gone. So they brought the livestock to Yosef. And Yosef gave them bread in exchange for the horses, the sheep livestock, the oxen livestock, and the donkeys. He got them through with bread in exchange for their livestock in that year. But when that year had run out, they came back to him in the second year and said, We cannot hide from my lord that if the silver has run out and the animal stock are my lord's, nothing remains for my lord except for our bodies and our soil. Why should we die before your eyes? So we, so our soil. Acquire us and our soil for bread, and we and our soil will become servants to Pharaoh. Give us seed for sowing, and we may live and not die, so that the soil may not become desolate. So Yosef acquired all the soil of Egypt for Pharaoh, for each of the Egyptians sold his field for the famine was strong upon them, and the land went over to Pharaoh. As for the people, he transferred them into the cities from one edge of Egypt's border to its other edge. Only the soil of the priests he did not acquire, for the priests had prescribed allocation from the Pharaoh, and they ate from their allocation which Pharaoh had given them. Therefore they did not sell their soil. Yosef said to the people, Now that I have acquired you and your soil today for Pharaoh, here you have seed, soil, sow the soil. But it shall be at the ingatherings that you shall give a fifth to the Pharaoh, the four other parts being for you, as seed for the field and for your eating needs, for those in your households and for feeding your little ones. And they said, You have saved our lives. May we find favor in my Lord's eyes. We will become servants to the Pharaoh. And Yosef made it a prescribed law until this day concerning the soil of Egypt. For Pharaoh, every fifth part. Only the soil of the priests, that alone did not go over to Pharaoh. Israel stayed in the land of Egypt in the region of Goshen. They obtained holdings in it, bore fruit, and became exceedingly many. And Yahweh lived in the land of Egypt for seventeen years.
And the days of Yahav, the years of his life, were seven years and a hundred and forty years. When Yisrael's days drew near to death, he called his son Yosef and said to him, Pray, if I have found favor in your eyes, pray, put your hand under my thigh, deal with me faithfully and truly, pray, do not bury me in Egypt. When I lie down with my fathers, carry me out of Egypt and bury me in their burial site. He said, I will do according to your words. But, he said, swear to me. So he swore to him. Then Israel bowed at the head of the bed. So ends chapter 47. Exodus chapter 48. Now after these events it was that they said to Yosef, Here, your father has taken sick. So he took his two sons with him, Manasseh and Ephraim. And when they told Yaakov, saying, Here, your son Yosef is coming to you, Israel gathered his strength and sat up in the bed. And Yaakov said to Yosef, God Shaddai was seen by me in Luz in the land of Canaan. He blessed me. He said to me, Here I will make you bear fruit, and will make you many, and will make you into a host of peoples. I will give this land your seed after you as a holding for the ages. So now, your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, they are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh, like Reuben and Shimon, let them be mine. But your begotten sons, whom you will beget after them, let them be yours. By their brothers' names let them be called, respecting their inheritance. Why lie? When I came back from that country, Rahel died on me in the land of Canaan. On the way, with still a stretch of land left to come to Ephrath. There I buried her on the way to Ephrath. That is now Bet Lehem. When Israel saw Yosef's sons, he said, Who are these? Yosef said to his father, These are my sons, whom God has given me here. He said, Pray take them over to me, that I may give them blessing. Now Israel's eyes were heavy with age. He was not able to see. He brought them close to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. Israel said to Yosef, I never thought to see your face again, and here God has let me see your seed as well. Yosef took them from between his knees, and they bowed low their brows to the ground. Yosef took the two of them, Ephraim with his right hand, to Israel's left, and Manasseh with his left hand, Israel's right and brought them close together but Israel stretched out his right hand and put it on the head of Ephraim yet he was the younger and his left hand on the head of Manasseh he crossed his arms 
although Manasseh was the firstborn. Then he blessed Joseph and said, The God in whose presence my fathers walked, Avraham and Yitzhak, the God who has tended me ever since I was born until this day, the messenger who has redeemed me from an ill fortune, may he bless the lads. May my name continue to be called through them. And the name of my fathers, Abraham and Yitzhak, may they teem like fish to become many in the midst of the land. Now when Yosef saw that his father had put his right hand on Ephraim's head, it sat ill in his eyes, and he laid hold of his father's hand to return it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Yosef said to his father, Not so, father, indeed, this one is the firstborn. Place your hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know, he too will be a people, he too will be great, yet his younger brother will be greater than he, and his seed will become a full measure of nations. So he blessed them on that day, saying, by you shall Israel give blessings, saying, God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. And then he made Ephraim go before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Yosef, Here, I am dying. May God be with you. He will have you return to the land of your forefathers. And I, I give you one portion over and above your brothers which I took away from the Amorite with my sword, with my bow. So ends chapter 48. The rest of the cycle of stories built around Joseph in Egypt. I'm calling it the Toledot of Jacob's Sons, the deserts for Jacob's Sons, chapters 43 to 48. According to the Yahwist voice, to be echoed in their nation's histories. With the Deuteronomic and the priestly voices swell in the chorus as we end the book. This week, the brothers return to Egypt, confronting and reconciling with Joseph, securing a home in Goshen, establishing Ephraim and Manasseh as equal tribes of Israel. Monday, it's chapter 43. Judah steps up. The Yahweh's voice rehabilitates Judah as leader, taking responsibility for the second approach to Egypt, risking Benjamin, holding himself as surety. Joseph's fraternal affection overcomes the grudge that he bears. But his reconciliation is not indiscriminate. He favors full brother, Benjamin. Tuesday, chapter 44, Judah's Appeal. This literary replay of earlier deceptions and challenges offers a chance for Judah to act differently this time. This time, don't sell out or bail out on your brother. Offer solidarity and sacrifice, trust and some mercy. A strategy for the much later remnant in Judea. 
Wednesday, Chapter 45, Merciful Relief. Joseph finally relents, breaks the tension, reveals himself, offers mercy to his brothers. The brothers are invited to reside in Egypt under the sponsorship of Joseph. Setting up a reunion of all Jacob Israel's Toledot, albeit in a strange land. Thursday, Chapter 46, Israel in Goshen. The active agent is again Jacob Israel, the father, the patriarch, once again a migrant entering Egypt, or at least the Delta Goshen. These are the Toledot, the listed 70 family members, the ones who count, entering Egypt. To compare with those who leave in Exodus and those who re-enter Palestine in Joshua, Remembered from a later time, what's that mean if you're one of the tribes or claim that identity? Friday, chapter 47, foreshadowing. The story is retold about our settler choices, about Joseph's role in tyranny, about Israel's plea to be buried in Palestine. These are shadowy anticipations of what lies ahead. In Egypt, division and exile. Saturday, chapter 48, deathbed blessing. The deathbed scene of Jacob, Israel, operatic. It starts with the blessing of Joseph's sons, adopted as sons of Israel now, despite being born in Egypt of Pharaoh's daughter. Inheriting as equals to their uncles. It helps, perhaps, to read the maps and to remember the stories of this re-ranking of the tribes. Reuben and Simeon demoted. Manasseh and Ephraim included. With a sleight of hand in favor of those two. And their priority one to the other. What'll you make of this Toledot of us and them? And who are you in this story?